it was clear, basically, we want to do it for developers. We just had no idea how this can be done. And we learned this along the way. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Scaling DevTools. I'm joined today by Felix, who is the founder of Hanko. And Hanko is an open source authentication tool uh, that is very big on pass keys and simplicity. So Felix, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you. We wanted to talk about something that you went through, which I think is one of the hardest things a startup can ever go through, which is a pivot once you've already had traction, you've already got funding, and you've already got real customers. Could you talk a bit about what that was like? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so, okay, we, we started this, uh, this thing, uh, a tool for authentication, basically targeting developers as a proprietary software in 2018. So uh, we thought, okay, let's build a software service tool uh, that, that covers, that solves authentication, but it does better than Zero was and probably still is the biggest player in the market. Uh, what can we do better? Uh, you mentioned it, our focus is on pass keys. So we always, we always come, are coming from the direction to say, okay, let's, let's imagine there's a world where pass keys are not only something you, you bold onto your authentication solution, but it is the authentication solution that has replaced passwords because that's the direction, uh, uh we're heading. So this is going to happen. We are, we know and we are convinced of that. So, uh, we said, okay, let's, let's take a look at that future and build an authentication solution, basically in, in all zero for that future. And that's, that's how we started. But I mean, somewhat inexperienced, not very familiar with the open source world. To be honest, not very familiar with the developer audience, uh, uh to sell to, right? This was something we haven't done before. In my previous life, I, I led a, a software agency. So we built software more for enterprise customers. Um, of course, the whole team were developers participating in open source, um, in some way or another, probably um, many or most of them, but, uh, building a, a, an open source project, um, no one had done that. So we started as a proprietary company. We built, we built the software, um, Hanko 1.0, as we, as we call it now, uh, as, as with a proprietary stack, um, didn't, um, made some bad decisions also with the architecture. Uh, it, it didn't scale so well. Um, the, the cloud model was of course, uh, part of it from day one. Um, it didn't, it didn't scale so well. Uh, it, it was really problematic at some point and. But uh, it went, it still, it went very well. So, uh, the, the passwordless authentication angle brought us some, some very cool leads. Uh, we had some customers, uh, it, it, it went, it went good. Uh, but still we, we, at some point we said, okay, uh, let's, let's talk about, uh, what we're doing and where we want to go. And let's, let's take a look at, um, are we making the right choices and are we doing the right thing? And, uh, during those, uh, those, uh, meetings with the team, uh, we came to, to the point where we said, okay, we are building this, this piece of software for developers. Um, the, the, 
why are we not doing it open source? The best way would to would be to do it as a, as an open source company or commercial open source company. And yeah, of course, this would mean drop everything, uh, start start a new project on GitHub, uh, basically change your whole messaging, uh, and uh, oh man, the code base it is not ready for open source. Uh, we cannot show this. This is not good. And this is a few weeks uh, went by and at some point we said okay this we we cannot think about it so i maybe we have to do it and uh that's this was 20 uh, uh 2022 so last year um and we said okay let's do it wow and that's like such a bold decision like how when it was going well like what about it was like kind of leading you to, to make like a, a big decision like that. I think why we did it is we knew we could scale this proprietary solution, I think with a good pace, uh, with good growth. It would take, of course, much more effort and with regards to sales and marketing. Um, investors were, were okay with that. So they, they were behind us and, and, um, it, it would have, it would have worked. But we were convinced the other way would work so much better and not only for the go to market, but also for ourselves. So what is, what is the thing you want to work on? And, uh, you have to, you have to be sure about this. Otherwise you can't make it. And, um, we knew we wanted to, we wanted to do the other thing. So, yeah, but I mean, right. Do something where you, where you know it, it will work or do something where you know it will work very, very well. So <laughs> these two, something like that, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like it's still like quite, you know, it's all still scary, right? Like it's not kind of guaranteed and you've got something that has customers that has revenue. There's, you know, the investor, as you said, the investors are happy. Like it must have still been a really kind of like gut wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. Decision. No, it was, it was definitely the, the biggest decision we ever made and the scariest decision. And, but in, in hindsight, it was the best decision we ever made. So, so pivoting to, to open source from proprietary with the developer audience that we cater to with the pro product, uh, the, with the product and the market that we're in. Um, it was the best decision we ever made. But yeah. I, again, you, you mentioned it, it was, it wasn't, it, it of course wasn't simple and wasn't easy. So, um, this pivot did mean we had to drop the, the product that we had, uh, we had paying customers. We had to, we had to call them and say, okay, we made a decision internally. It has nothing to do with you. Uh, uh, we, we drop what, what you, what you get from us. We will not develop it further. You will not get any new features. Um, we will help you. We will support you. You can, you can, um, keep what you have alive and we will make sure it, it works for you. Uh, and that's what all of them did and no one, uh, so that it wasn't really such an issue that we, that we imagined before. So it, it worked out pretty well, I have to say. And thank you very much to the customers that went this way with that, with us. But, um, we, we didn't know it would work out this way. So, um, was very scary uh, these calls and um also we had 
we had we had started building uh, sales we had started started building marketing um for this for this product that we had and going forward um convincing the investors it's a good idea to drop everything that we worked so hard for for such a long time and start from scratch because we want to be open source uh that um that of course was very hard and so um again this also worked out pretty well um i think everyone is happy with the decision now but at that point it was it was some some uh very hard calls to make and um one one outcome of course was we we had to uh become a bit more capital efficient for the for the for the phase we we decided to enter or to re-enter where we had to build a product and and not have every, anything we can sell because we didn't want to sell uh, or, in, or invest any more into selling the the old product uh it, it wouldn't make sense we we, we want, didn't want to split the focus on uh, uh with with the small developer team that we had which we, we wanted to focus on the new thing uh we, we figured this is the only way this can work so um yeah we we had to cut the team basically in half at that point and aside from the hard custom calls with the customers uh the calls with the investors uh then of course we had to uh uh I had to had to make those decisions uh with the team that's uh, probably the um the worst part of it uh, i have to say and not everyone could could join us on our new journey um everyone is happy now i have to say so it's no one no one had any problems finding a new job we are still friends with everyone so it's all good but this was of course uh not easy especially for me uh, as the bearer of the bad news yeah is there any like kind of uh advice you would give to like another founder uh kind of going yeah. for a similar it's definitely transparency so it uh, you can't bullshit your team you can't you can't come up with some shady explanations or some i i i made it um i think i made it fully transparent to everyone what we were doing what what are the reasons for what why we are doing things um it in some form it was a team decision to do this so uh still we had issues with uh with motivation after that uh building the same thing over again there were some hard times uh even uh months in when we started uh, the open source project uh but ultimately it was it was also a team decision um, and um i had to make sure that at least the remaining folks uh know exactly what's going on why why decisions have been made that way and i think everyone was on board with that and those who couldn't join us i think also understood yeah in terms of the people that stayed around like going through a pivot was and and you've kind of i guess got to before you had customers and it's kind of easy to be motivated when it's like okay this customer asked us for this like how when you're rebuilding um and and I guess there's like a long period of development and this you've just gone through this pivot what what did you do to kind of like motivate the team and uh I think a, a, a developer until a certain point 
is always happy with building the next iteration of something they started and it it came out it works but it's not beautiful so now you have the chance to do it the right way it's probably not the right way but a better way um, so this is this helps i think um this sure. helped us everyone wishes they could start again to some extent <laughs> yeah it's it helped it helped a lot i think during that time uh, but still there were there were design uh, meetings and um uh so workshops around certain i mean some of it is pretty complex and uh we 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 talked about it then we uh it it came to our mind oh man we talked about this two years ago and now we're talking about it again uh of course the first approach it wasn't very well documented here and there so we had to uh do it again basically and so these were moments that were not so cool but i have to say and this is like also this was like the the the, the reward for the decision it it came quick because um i mean it may it may have been a too low bar or a too too low goal but we figured okay uh, in six months we want to reach 100 stars on github uh, it, it, I, I can smile at it now, but it was, I mean, 100, it means 100 people all over the world find interesting what we do and give, give us this form of appreciation. Uh, so let's, let's try to solve this. Uh, let's try to bring it to 100 stars. And we have, we have never done it before. So we, we didn't know. And then we, we, we built the first, uh, the first, um, uh, 0.1 beta basically and we we launched it uh and um it went to 100 pretty quickly and then uh, we launched it on 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 product hunt uh, spent some spent some time uh, on on uh, i don't know creating a, a video or some screenshots came up with the text uh, the copy for the for the message there and uh it it blew through uh, a thousand stars basically on wow. two or three days so um, this is not the traction uh, you get used to this pretty quickly then you have the flats of course again so but uh this was this was so cool and this this uh this gave us a lot of motivation and it was very rewarding to see this to get all the people coming into into our community asking questions uh bringing praise basically they like what we do um this is and we never had that before with the proprietary solution it's, it's completely different it's completely different of course you work with your customers and you get like the appreciation there but it's a different it's a different uh, relationship they pay you probably a lot sometimes so they have high expectations uh, they may be demanding and um this the, the dynamic changes in an open source project with with the community and of course there's also bad apples but uh not really for us until now so it was pretty rewarding yeah well you're actually like very uniquely placed to to maybe answer this but could you talk about like the typical um adoption of your customers previously versus your customers today yeah so before that we had like um 10 percent was inbound because they somewhere found us and 90 percent was network sales outbound uh, uh 
that that we had to push basically our thing into the market and it's typical top-down motion basically at some point uh developers were involved and this always has always been the good the good point but we had to we had to get from the top to the to the developer basically and this of course uh has completely changed and we we decided and this is something we reevaluate uh every few weeks um but um for now we will we will completely focus on catering to the to the individual developer basically our product at the moment is is priced and is targeted at of course we have a commercial uh a product built on top of the open source project we use at some point we still need to make money but this commercial product is targeted at is, is basically indie developers uh, someone starting a new project and want to solve authentication it's very cheap it's it's nine dollars per month can uh, you can as an individual pay for that no problem and um this is like the complete opposite than before and of course, you need to reach a lot of folks when you want to make something uh, successful that way. And uh, we will, for sure, we will do sales and top down in the future. But currently, our it's not a niche, but our way to go is through the individual developer and um, make them make them love us uh, by by really focusing on on the needs of uh, of such individuals and not um become uh defocused by right talking to banks about their 2fa and so on this i did all that in the past but it's it, it's not really helpful for what we try to achieve at the moment so it's like trying to create the product that appeals to like a broad range of people yeah rather than yeah like a couple of enterprise customers specific stuff to one or two German banks or something. Yeah. You, we, probably we had in the past, we had, I don't know uh, for sure, but it felt like we had the opportunity to do that, um, to, to focus on that and make some, some good money with that. But, um, ultimately it was not what we wanted to do. And we, we, I think we could have been quicker in deciding that, but um, it's very tempting when you have these opportunities dangling in front of you. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe it, <laughs> others would have probably uh, tried to follow that part, but we didn't. Uh, we we wanted to build a product for the developer, and that was ironically that was uh, the plan from day one. So uh, when we when we are very, very uh, long time ago, almost uh, when when I had this vision of building the auth solution for passkeys, as I as I was talking about, um, it it was clear basically we want to do it for developers. We just had no idea how this can be done, <laughs> and we learned this along the way. Yeah, and and now you've uh, you've you've found it. Um, yeah. So now, now you kind of talked a bit about, you know, you kind of did the product time launches and you flew through a thousand GitHub stars. Um, how have you been growing, uh, since then? Yeah. So, uh, the first, like the first rush of, um, 
basically growing the community. That was really cool and I think gave us a very good foundation. And we're now in the phase of building on top of that foundation. Um, the first iteration of the, of the project was you could, you could get a login, you could integrate it in, let's say, depending on your capabilities, say 10, 30 minutes, you were up and running, uh, depending on the framework, probably we made some decisions, uh, how we, how we make it that simple. It involves web components. It's quite complex stuff. We have to, we have to tackle and, um, Mm, we have we have paying customers on Hanko Cloud, of course, uh, thousands of developers, uh, thousands of free instances. So we have this free tier up to a thousand uh, monthly active users. I think it's free. Um, so this is all there and we improve it every day. And now we're in the phase where we say, okay, um, how do we bring this, what we have now to the next level? And um, there's a certain expectation around the product we are building because it's not something that's completely new right i mean i think you said it in another in another podcast auth is solved right <laughs> yeah I, I don't think it is but uh, there are ways how you can do it of course and some of them are very good um but um i think we bring we bring in a new and unique angle to it um and um, now we have to make sure it lives up to these expectations. Uh, this involves like you wanna you wanna support sign in with Apple and Google and all the others. Uh, you have to make sure if someone signs up with the email address and then clicks on sign in with Google, this works out of the box. Um, you need you need uh, support for for mobile apps, for example. So we're building the SDKs for that at the moment. Um, organizations is something. So if you're building a software as a service product, you have, uh, you have a point where, um, your customers, uh, have, have, um, maybe as they are selling to, to businesses. So, uh, these customers, uh, uh, have some expectations to the, uh, to the authentication solution. And, uh, so these kinds of, of, uh, use cases. Um, we of course have to have to take care of and have to deliver on, and that's what we're focusing on right now. We are, we are restructuring, uh, for example, the the way the front end, the back end work, the API works, make it much cooler. This project we're working on at the moment um, for someone who who doesn't want to use our web components, for example, who wants to build their own stuff. Uh, still the api can provide so much value uh and with the with the new api that we will uh we're working on at the moment uh, it will be very very cool building your own authentication on top of hanko api uh and and still it will, will be very quick but not that opinionated so you yeah. can do whatever you want with it so, so it sounds like uh most of your kind of focus is on product products right yeah yeah it is yeah, and you've, I guess because you have people coming in the door through word of mouth or um, yeah, through. and this is this is great. This is what we what we want to double double down on. Um, and uh, how can this be done? Of course, the product has to be very very good. This is I think without that it would never work. And then um, you have to make noise around it, and that's uh, that's the other thing. Uh, mostly I'm working on, and this is where we also, uh, start hiring at the moment. So, um, 
we, we need more more eyes and more brains on uh on the stuff that goes out to the developers that, that um probably need us but never heard of us so we we have to change this yeah so tell tell me like how you like uh it's kind of an interesting point where you're like we we spoke we spoke about this very briefly before the call but like how are you thinking about who you need uh to bring onto the team at this point because right now it's all engineers and yourself right yeah it's it's uh we also have Mia on the team. She's doing all the designs, so it has to look good as well, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, but that's it. So we are we are focusing on uh, on engineering and uh, developers, um, probably also because that's what we know best. It's that's how we how we act when we when we don't think about it. And so the I think the next logical step is hiring uh, hiring. So the, the, the job description we have on our page, it's called Def, DevRel engineer, developer relations engineer. Uh, it's probably, uh, it's probably more an engineer that likes to do, uh, that likes to compu communicate and maybe write something and, uh, share, share the thoughts, uh, they have with the world. Uh, so someone, someone, uh, that, that can help us build the thing, but bring it to the people and why the engineering aspect of it. So, right. DevRel, they are, I think the most, uh, the most, most folks out there for DevRel are probably not the strongest engineers. I, 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 I don't know, but, uh, maybe so. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, going to get some letters of complaint here. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> And I think I take it back, right? It's, it's not the strongest engineers, but it's like the, the, in, the it's focus, maybe the focus and also the, yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, it's, it's, it doesn't involve, uh, hundreds of hours of coding. It maybe involve, uh, writing a blog post or making a video. And this is, uh, this is, this is very, very valuable, but the background needs to be, uh, technical. That's what I want to say. So, um, because the audience is technical and it's very hard to convince, to convince developers, um, when you're not, when you're not one of them basically. So this is why I think, uh, it's better to, um, to have this engineering background and work on the docs, work on the SDKs and then, um, grow, grow into this communication role. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And what kind of, how would you think about them being successful? Like, what would you tell them that you want them to kind of achieve in say like the first six months or a year? Yeah. I mean, of course you can, you can put out metrics like the, uh, a certain number of blog posts and so on. But I think in the end it's, it's this, this intangible, uh, thing developer love, right? We want to create developer love and whatever works, uh, is, is, is good. Um, so it, it can be, it can also be like organizing a hackathon as part of an event, for example. But I think, uh, I think the, the, that's why I'm stressing this engineering part so much. I think the most important thing is that your SDKs are great, that your documentation is great. And that the developer journey, the developer experience, when someone 
finds you, someone tries your product, this has to be in, in the best possible state it can be. So I would always focus on, on focus on investing here and then talk about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I feel like it could be a whole other discussion that I feel like it's kind of like a paradoxical role in a sense that like, and I, I think about this a lot as well is that, um, that part you mentioned about the empathy and stuff and like, it's like, how do you, how do you have that empathy and that understanding and connection when you're not like, you know, smashing out features and fixing bugs, which is what I guess the majority of developers are doing yeah. and even spending time on like SDKs and stuff, I guess you become like a very specific type of, uh, uh skill set. And yeah. um, I feel like it's, it's really hard because it's like almost like the person you want, it would be their first role because once they get really good at that, they're maybe more served at like a bigger company where they're really, you have a specialist rather than someone that's like in the last two years has been like, you know, working as, you know, just like a, a standard, standard kind of developer. It's a really interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to some very cool folks at the moment. We made some, some first steps together already. So, uh, it's, it looks very promising, but it is, yeah, it's not that simple. Of course, it's not that simple. Developing things, uh, focus on the development. That's what we, what, what we know and what we can do all the time. Um, but building, building on top of that and finding, finding people who want to support us uh getting it out that's that's the challenge at the moment yeah interesting felix i think we are coming to the end uh if there was one thing that you would tell to a, a dev tool founder you know a lot something that you've learned along the way what would it be um what would it be I think the, I think it is, it is good to think about, uh, the commercial aspect of it. So dev tool founder doesn't re doesn't necessarily have to mean you want to make money with it, but I think, uh, to sustain it, it's probably a good idea to do that and, uh, to think about how you can make that work and then, uh, make the decisions, uh, that, that will lead you to it. I think that's even if they are very, very hard, even if that means, uh, going out of your comfort zone and hiring folks that you have no idea how you can do that. Um, but there are so many ways you are probably, um, in, in so many discord communities or Slack communities, you can, you can share your vision, you can share your, uh, your, um, your conviction and, um, you will find it, it may take a while, but you will, you will find like-minded people who will join you and then um yeah you can build a company on top of that even if it's it's stressful i, I i'm not <laughs> not lie about it uh, there are ups and downs uh to it but i think that's that's uh i think uh what i want to share yeah that's awesome um and just before we go uh if you're interested in Hanko, then you can find uh, Hanko at hanko.io. Um, and interestingly, 
to anyone that doesn't know, a hanko is what they use in Japan for signatures. And I have friends in Japan, and if you don't bring your hanko with you, it's like a, a stamp, then you can't like open a bank account and stuff. And I think it's a great name uh, for, for uh, Thank you. an authentication company. Cool that you're bringing it up. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unique name and uh, I hope it makes sense, right? Uh, a Hanko a signature and the, the passkey stuff that we, that we are so in love with. It is based on cryptographic signatures. That's how the name came to be. And we, we stick with it because it's cool. Yeah. I think much more secure than the, uh, original hangos as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Most definitely. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening and, uh, thanks Felix for joining. Um, and we'll be back soon. Thank you, Jack. <laughs>